Welcome, everybody, to another SU Oddities episode. Um, on this one, you know, again, we try not to, to give a soapbox to people that are just awful in history, you know, whether it be serial killers, and I know that's a big thing. Um, but every now and again, we kind of dip our toe into it. We dip our toe into cultism a little bit, um, different cult leaders we've covered. Uh, and another thing that it's fascinating, but at the same time horrible, wait for it, Nazis. Goddamn Nazis, right? But this is very interesting. This is a story I stumbled upon. I've heard bits and pieces of it, but it's pretty well written. And it's uh, mainly from a firsthand account. And this is a, uh, a program that happened during the World War II time frame. Uh, and it's pretty, uh, you know, not to say that it, it's not surprising that Hitler and the Nazi regime would do this. It's just horrible uh, of the outcome. But at the same time, you know, it's, uh, it's just amazing. Here we go. Actually, this is an article from 2006, uh, and that's when everything was released, when the files were released. Very interesting read, so I wanted to, um, yeah, I wanted to put this together. Volker Heineke always had the feeling that something about his upbringing just wasn't right. Raised in a German home full of wealth and privilege did not dull his notions that something was missing, but it would be decades before he would learn the full truth. He was a child of a Nazi program to strengthen the German race with Aryan blood. He and other children, known as a Lebensborn Kinder, or Kinder, sorry, or Source of Life kids, were the product of parents chosen for their traits to breed Hitler's idealized, blue-eyed, blonde-haired Aryan race, which we all know the story to that, so we don't have to go into detail there. For the last four years, Heineke and about four other children raised in the Nazi program have meant to support each other. On Saturday, for the first time, they told their stories in public, swapping tales of aunts who turn out to be mothers, ice-cold adoptive parents who slid into alcoholism, and the joy at finding a blood relative who embraced them as a member of their family. Quote, there was always a feeling that something wasn't quite right, said Heineke. He was stolen from present-day Ukraine by the Nazis. It happens when you have no mother and no father or no roots, unquote. Heineke's parents told him that he was a teenager, uh, that he was adopted, but did not reveal the full truth about his background. Later in life, he started exploring irregularities in his birth certificate that led him to other questions, eventually uncovering that he had passed through a Lebensborn home. He discovered his true identity, but has yet to find any of his relatives. Others like Heineke were born outside the program and taken as toddlers from parents in the lands of Germans overran during World War II, then given to a German family to raise. The Lebensborn program was a mere opposite of the Nazis' other more hideous racial experiments, which um, are just awful. Uh, While millions of Jews and other deemed undesirable were slaughtered, these children were carefully selected for their Aryan qualities and brought into the world in comfortable surroundings, well away from the Allied bombing raids. Of the estimate of 5,000 to 8,000 born into Lebensborn homes in Germany, some were raised by their birth mothers, but many were given over to families of high-ranking SS officers to be raised according to the Nazi doctrine. The group is seeking to correct what they had say are historical misconceptions that the Lebensborn program was nothing more than a high-class bordello offering up blue-eyed blondes to SS officers as a means to breed a perfect race. Uh, here's another quote uh, from another um, support person, a survivor, basically. Uh, quote, we need to find the courage to speak out in public, to tell our stories as long as we are still alive, urged Violet Wallenborn, whose mother was a Norwegian singer and father a Nazi choir director. 
Previous meetings have focused on support and swapping tips on how to track down still living relatives. But telling their stories is increasingly becoming an aim of members of the association called Lebensberprin, or, quote, tracing life. Because 60% of the women who gave birth in Lebensborn homes were not married, a stigma in those conservative times, uh, the births were kept secret. In the final days of the war, the Nazis destroyed many documents detailing the births in hopes of covering their tracks. Gazella Heidenreich, the daughter of a German secretary and an SS commander, stressed the importance of telling the Lebensborn stories in schools. Quote, Pupils today know all the facts. Their historical knowledge is very good, but they don't have any emotional relationship to it, she said. The story of Lebensborn is so important because it's about families, mothers, fathers, children. It's sometimes all they can relate to. In some cases, the kids in the program were housed outside of Germany. After the Nazis overran Germany's neighbor states in 1940, German occupation soldiers were encouraged to find suitable local mates. Ten Lebensborn homes were set up in foreign lands where some Jesus, 8,000 children were eventually born. Two years later, the Nazis began seeking out blue-eyed, blonde-haired children in neighboring, mostly Slavic, countries and sending them back home to be, quote, Germanized, as Heineke was. Hans Jurich Wesch, uh, 64, was born in a Lebensborn home in a leafy residential area of Werningerode in former East Germany. There, the secret police prevented him from finding his true parents. Only after the Berlin Wall fell could he track down his birth mother. Quote, I am one heart and one soul with my mother, said she, who found her several years ago. She was very, very, very pleased when she found me. She suffered a lot as well. So just a story about, uh, you know, obviously the Nazis are diabolical. We know that, and we've heard stories. And, and again, this doesn't even go uh, down the rabbit hole of the other uh, racial projects, let's say, that, uh, that Hitler and his, and his minions were involved in. Um, this is fairly innocent. But just, uh, just a reminder of history, and boy, oh boy, you know, if you start losing track of it, things happen behind closed doors. And it's amazing how many years it took to actually uh, open the door on this one. So sad, but at least there's there's a few good things to come from it as far as uh, as far as what the end is. So hope you enjoyed that, everybody. Close the gates.